You obviously know Kung Fu. Hi, this is Andy Long. I'm a martial arts filmmaker and seventh generation Jackie Chan stunt team member. And you're listening to Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> Joining me tonight, all the way from Berlin, Germany, fight choreographer, filmmaker, and member of the Jackie Chan stunt team. Recently seen taking some massive falls on Into the Badlands, Andy Long. Andy, thank you so much for joining the Kung Fu Drive-In podcast tonight. Thank you very much for having me. It's really great to have you. I'm very, very excited to talk to you. I'm a fan of your work. I'm a fan of some of the dangerous situations you put your body into, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, how is Germany tonight, by the way? Uh, tonight, we actually, it's very warm here at the moment. <laughs> and I know you're going to be traveling soon. So to get you uh, off to uh, your travels safely, let's start with your background. I know you're a martial artist and I know you've studied a bunch of different styles, but what exactly is your martial arts background? I did a little bit of judo when I was six. And I quit judo when I was eight yeah, already because mm. I, um, <laughs> I was a very lazy student. And uh, yeah, believe it or not, I, I even failed uh, my belt graduations. Really? And uh, Yes, as the only student of the class. And I came up with so many excuses not to continue that sport because I was just a lazy. I, like, I told my parents, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I have dust allergy and we always we fall on the ground and we have to <laughs> bring the mats out. <laughs> when I got a little bit older, I got back to judo when I was 14. And then I discovered a year later taekwondo. And... Um, those were the two martial arts I actually learned through formal classes. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, to be honest, I like uh, I was not on the competing level. Yeah. Everything I've learned, I was more interested in the performing and entertaining mm -hmm. aspect of it more than the the practical use of the martial arts. So my my, my teacher, he knew that he he loved to use me uh, for his demonstrations for his school. You know, because I, I was easy to th throw around and. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would know how to make things look dramatic, right? And when it came to competitions, the, the team wouldn't ask me to join because they knew I was not a fighter. So um, I just have to be honest, I'm not a, I'm not a big fighter. And um, everything else I've learned after that was self-taught through movies or through a friend. More like for the purpose of uh, using it on screen. So if someone asked me today what kind of martial arts I've, I do, then I would say movie martial arts. Ah, okay. The stuff that really looks good. <laughs> well, that looks good, but might not help you in, in on the street. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you wouldn't be able to protect me in the streets of Germany. Well, I, I don't know. I uh, like. Um, I wouldn't trust myself. <laughs> 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 okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, when did you know that you wanted to be involved in stunt work? You formed a stunt team uh, at some point. So when did you know that you wanted to be involved in stunts? Actually, very early already. 
Really? Like we're talking about like really childhood because like different to other people who had that very enlightening moment, you know, when they uh, discovered their first Jackie Chan movie or they've met someone who changed their life and suddenly they, they wanted to become a stunt person or something. I, mm -hmm. uh, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a household where martial arts movies or Jackie Chan movies were always present. You know, they were always part of my life. I grew up knowing Jackie Chan as I knew how, like drinking milk, you know? So, <laughs> wow. yeah, I, I do. Honestly, I do not remember my first Jackie Chan movie, if you ask me. And, uh, you know, for a lot of people, let's say Wash Hour may have been their first Jackie Chan movie. But mm -hmm. when Wash Hour came out, I was just 10 years old. And by that time, I have seen every previous Jackie Chan movie already. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, top 10. And, you know, they were running on TV very late. And I, I wasn't old enough to stay up that late. So I was um, I was just recording them on the, on the VHS recorder, like just uh, hit mm -hmm. the button before I went to sleep. And then the tape was running for four or six hours or something. And um, on the next day, I had the Jackie Chan movie to watch. With a bunch of uh, sex hotline commercials in between, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. But so your yeah. career could have gone a very different way. <laughs> but thanks to that, I actually learned how to edit on the VHS recorder in the very early stage. Because if I would watch a movie in front of my parents, I, I don't want them to see that I have like all this stuff on, on the in between the Jackie Chan movie, right? So I, I I've learned how to cut them out on 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 tape. You know, by using two VHS recorders and then replicate one wow. and then pause it. And uh, yeah, so um, let's say since those movies are always present in my life as uh, as a kid, I was always fascinated about it. And uh, the intention of like being part of the martial arts film industry came like very early. So uh, like as a kid already, I knew this is this is what I want and this is where I want to end up yeah you can say from from when I was recording those movies yeah wow that's interesting because just to have Jackie Chan as uh, such an integral part of your life who in the family was such a big fan that it was always on so not really a big fan so my, my, my parents or my siblings they were not obsessed about Jackie Chan as I was okay so it was just my my father would watch those old kung fu movies and uh, my siblings they would enjoy like the modern movies because they were funny like Hong Kong movies which had a, a nice humor you know so they would enjoy mm -hmm. watching this but they were not like very obsessed with it but through that as a kid I already got influenced by um, seeing that all the time And then it was me, like when a Jackie Chan movie was on t on TV, I had to watch it. And if I was not allowed to watch it, I was recording wow. it. Wow. So is there any Jackie Chan movie that you haven't seen? Yes. Now uh, the the latest uh, movies that came out, I, I have to admit okay. that I haven't watched. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One of my previous guests, Vidan Tran, uh, mentioned you when we were talking. And he talked about your epic journey. And... Uh, I don't use that word lightly. To where you are right now, it's a, an incredibly inspiring story of perseverance and, and dedication to your craft. And it all started with your appreciation for Jackie Chan. So after you discovered Jackie Chan and you decided that you wanted to make your move into this industry, tell me about this story. Okay. <laughs> that's I, I try not to lose myself in that story because it's a very long journey. 
and it is um, like a journey full of failures and rejections. And I am, I, I think where I am today is the result of not giving up rather than mm. being good at something, you know, uh, like it was more the, the, the struggle I went through and how, how much I wanted to be there. And I, I always like to start a little bit earlier because it's a kind of set up when it first time I had the chance to um, see Jackie was when he shot uh, around the world in 80 days in Berlin, right? Mm. And Berlin was not that close to where I lived. Uh, it was like a seven to eight hours journey by car. Oh, okay. And that was 2003, I think. And what was I was 14. Or I just turned 15, like around that time. And like that kind of journey for a 14 years old, 15 years old boy, you know, that's a, that's a huge thing. Like in my hometown, like there are people who have never left that place in their entire life. It was not a thing that like a teenager is uh, doing such a weekend trip, you know. But when I've seen it on TV that Jackie is in Berlin, my mission was, okay, next day I, I have to go there. And I, I used the opportunity to see him. And if I can catch him, I, I will tell him my you know, my big dream is to be in a stunt team with, with as a kid, you know. <laughs> so I made it there. And um, other than being on the set and seeing him from far, uh, nothing special happened. It was already a huge, huge thing there, but uh, I didn't got in touch with him or, uh, or with anyone. But I've met a lot of other fans and um, I made my first email friend. Yeah. <laughs> who I stood in touch with. Mm. And this guy had a special access for another location, which was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the the, the Turkish palace, right? So that was also um, somewhere around Berlin. So he was able to get there and get close to Jackie. So I, I thought, like, well, let's um, let's write a letter to Jackie and hand it over with with all our thoughts and um, expressing our our dream that we want to be or that I wanted to be part of the Jackie Chan stunt team. And so we did that. He made it and we actually got a reply. Wow. So both of us got the letter with the autograph card and it was saying, you know, like, thank, thank you for your offer to be in my stunt team. Keep training. You never know what the future might bring. And, you know, something you tell a kid who has a big dream. Yeah. Sure. And wow, that, that was a big thing already. But instead of being happy, receiving a letter from Jackie Chan and autograph card, I was actually that cheeky to, to look at the envelope and send another letter back, you know? <laughs> and um, <laughs> yes, because I, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't happy with, with, okay, I keep training and we see us uh, so, somewhere, you know, I, yeah. I, I really, I took it serious. I wrote the letter back and uh, I, I was so cheeky and um, daring to complain that I, recognized that it was not Jackie's writing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, <laughs> that was so stupid. But I actually said, oh, thank you for the reply. But even though it was not your uh, writings and blah, 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 I said again what I, like what my dream was. And do you know Diana Wang? Mm. Um, like yeah. lovely lady. She is like the biggest supporter on social media for all Asian talents for the film industry. And um, right. she is Jackie's dialogue coach for all the American movies. Right. Right. So at that time, she was replying all those fan letters. Yeah. So I had actually uh, a conversation to her. And why I'm mentioning her uh, is like she is there to witness what I wrote at that time when I was that young. And um, I because I set myself that goal 
that I wanted to join the Jackie Chan stunt team at the very latest when they are shooting Armor of God 3, which is Chinese mm -hmm. Zodiac, right? So she's there to witness that. In that age, I, I already um, s like spoke it out to someone. Wow. And uh, I, I set myself that goal. And that was my deadline, my, my limit. And... Yeah, it went back and forth, and on some point they left Germany for uh, for another country, so I lost the contact. You know, at the end it was the same thing. Like uh, she tried to tell me that it's a huge responsibility for Jackie to take on a, a new stunt team member, and uh, yeah. uh, of course I'm I'm a little kid. Like why why would they you know why would they tell me yeah okay come here and we we train you, you know so um, I yeah keep on training. And you never know what the future might bring. All right, hold on. Let me pause you right there. Because most kids at this point would be thrilled that you got as far as you did. Because you were talking at that point to someone directly connected with Jackie Chan at that time, right? So yeah. your your goal was to get yourself on Jackie Chan's radar. And maybe you weren't necessarily on his direct radar, but you were closer than most kids would get <laughs> but again most kids would have stopped at that letter right yeah. well yeah exactly that the, the friend my my email friend he did that like he was happy like I, i'm not gonna i'm gonna not gonna reply to that letter i got my autograph card i'm happy and and for me it was like that that was not my goal to get an autograph right i, I wanted to be with jackie so wow. yeah over the years like, jackie was many times in germany for premieres uh, new police story and actually a year later he was back for for the premiere of uh, around the world in 80 days right and he was a, a guest at the betting betting show a very famous german betting show Wetten das. okay yeah and so they do bets at the show and then the the celebrities they say if they can make it or not i i when when it was announced that on the next show jackie chan will be the guest you know of course, in the real world, everything is prepared already. Like who is the next, uh, who are the next challengers and stuff like that. But, you know, as a kid, as naive as I was, I, I was sending the, the company also an email that I wanted to attend like that show with the bet that I could recognize every Jackie Chan movie by just listening to a five second piece of the fight scenes, like the audio. No, of the fight scene. That was that wow. was the bet. <laughs> That's a good bet. Yeah, believe it or not, I was actually able to do that. Wow. And that's impressive. Yeah, that that's a that's a high nerd level. That's I don't think that's very impressive. <laughs> like, like today my friends say like uh, I wasted probably uh, you know I could have learned so many other things, but I wasted all my <laughs> life like listening to those <laughs> noises. Maybe I, I would speak five different different languages instead, but yeah. Anyway, so this was another situation. So, like, uh, uh, it didn't turn out, yeah? Then 2010, like, since you know Vlad Rimburg, I was in L.A., right, to visit Vlad Rimburg. Yep. And we shot mm -hmm. short films and everything. And, you know, sometimes he would work in his Apple store. And those days, I would just go out and try what I can, what I can do in L.A. And I really wanted to get to Jackie's house in LA on Beverly Hills. So I was prepared with a demo reel and I, I, I hopped on those tour buses that would go through Beverly Hills. And I was asking them like, are you passing Jackie's house? Yeah, yeah, hop on. And when we were got close to there, the guy, the tour guy was just showing randomly on the top of the hill saying, oh, this is Jackie's house. And oh, are we not gonna stop there? No, 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 we have to continue, right? So 
Well, next day I took my bike, I drove up there and I, I stopped in front of uh, a random house where I thought, okay, it might be Jackie's house. I was throwing my demo wheel over the fence in, in, in oh. like with the hope that maybe he sees that. So, you know, this, this was the level on how much I actually wanted Jackie to see my demo wheel. And yeah. Yeah. In, so first of all, nothing happened there. Right. Oh. And in, in, yeah. In the same year, there was another moment. I was just finishing a job with a few other stunt, stunt guys, friends of mine. And I, uh, before we, we checked out from the hotel, I checked my messages and there was a friend who told me about the premiere of Karate Kid. And if I would not have read that message, we would all from that hotel, mm. we would have gone home. Yeah. And so I saw this message. I told all the guys, like there was uh, uh, Max Huang was one of it. I um, I told them, hey, we have to go to the premiere and we have to introduce ourselves to Jackie. Like I, I convinced him to come with me. And so we were there with a bunch of people. We uh, Another friend, Goran, he helped out. Um, for spontaneously burning our demo wheels on DVD because it was such a spontaneous thing. Sure. Right. And so we were there at the premiere and we all made it to pass our demo wheels to the host of uh, the TV host of the premiere. And the host was able to pass those demo wheels to Jackie. Like you watched yeah. him pass it off to Jackie? Yes, yes. We we celebrated that moment so big. Like the, there was the red carpet and Will Smith was standing in front of us, but we didn't care about Will Smith. There was a, <laughs> there, there was a, yeah, there was a screen, like a big screen screening like the, uh, that the host was interviewing Jackie. And we saw in that moment how he passed the emotes to Jackie and we were all screaming. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and we made it. Yeah, this is how far we, uh, like we got on that day. Yeah, we didn't get close to Jackie or anything, but that was such a big thing that, you know, some somehow we saw that the demo had, like reached him. Do you remember who that host was? Uh, Steven Getjen. Wow, because that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, well, we, luckily, like, you know, I was, I was still young at that time. So uh, we had one very serious looking guy, like who was Goran, yeah, a friend of mine. And so only because he was there, Stephen Getchen was uh, kind of talking to us because he took it more serious. Yeah. And he was speaking for all of us and said, said like what we were here for. And then he said like, Oh, do you want, do you want me to pass those things to Jackie then? Like, and we, like, yes, please. Yes, please. Wow. And he, yeah, he took the demo with. And so after that premiere, one of us got contacted by the stunt coordinator. Wow. Yeah. By uh, Hei Jun, which was uh, Max Huang got contacted. Okay. And in that moment, like we all, you know, it was so amazing that it is possible. You know, it is possible for someone to to pass the demo reel and get recognized and get contacted. You know, that was an amazing thing for all of us. But, you know, in, in that moment, you start thinking, okay, why why did only one get contacted? Right, right. You know? And there were so many other amazing people, like Charlie Yoon was also there, you know, Charlie mm -hmm. from Real Deal. Yep. Yeah really amazing guy. Like we were all there, but only one of us got contacted. So usually on the audition, there are so many, you know, there are so many reasons why someone got picked, right? And you, you should not blame yourself for not getting picked because there are so many reasons and um, you, you accept it. But since this was the only thing I wanted, yeah, to be on the Jackie Chan stunt team, of course, I think like I was thinking so much, 
why, okay, why am I really that bad? Why, why, was I really not good enough that I did not get contacted? Or, or did, did he accidentally not see the demo? Maybe he didn't went through all the videos. Or maybe he tried to contact me through someone and it just didn't reach me. So since that was so unclear, that was not the point for me to give up. Mm. Even we got like we got that far already and it didn't happen. It was still not the point for me to give up. So the journey continued. (laughs) The journey continues. You, you, You try again. Right. And I stood stood in touch with Max and. You know, the only thing he she was able to tell me that, um, uh, yeah, they they are shooting next year, um, Arm of God three, and uh, I don't know where it's going to happen and when and if I'm hired or not. This is what he said, um, but I had that information, mm-hmm. um, and when I received that uh, information that they they gonna shoot that movie, and now you remember, I made myself that that promise, I set myself that goal when I was a kid. This is my deadline. When they shoot Armor of God 3, there's no f- way for me to do anything else than trying to get on the Jackie Chan stunt team. So at that year, in the beginning of the year, I I refused all stunt jobs. And I was not a popular stuntman at that time, like earning a lot of money, like refusing one stunt job means that I get broke. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, and I was broke. I was very poor, but for me, it was so important to really believe that I'm going to be working on a Jackie Chan movie this year. If I would have taken any job, means that I do not believe in what I was going for. Okay. Right? So Hold on. Hold you, on. Know, you know what I'm talking about. I, right? I absolutely but, do. And at this point, I'm already amazed. I know there's more to come. but So let me just stop you here for a second because yeah. you, you get into the industry to work. So you're actively turning down jobs because you believe so fervently that you're going to be on the Jackie Chan stunt team. That takes, uh, and pardon my French, but that takes balls. <laughs> that takes a lot of balls, man. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like then you get to the point where you, where other people would start doubting now because you, you get more poor and more poor and it's not going to happen. But I spoke it out. You know, it's so important if you want something, you, you send it to the universe, you speak it, you tell people about it, that you are, you are convinced about what you're doing. So I told every everyone, I told them I'm going to work for Jackie Chan. Yeah, wow. I cannot take your job. So what, what does it mean you work for Jackie Chan? You, you don't even know anyone of the stunt team and like, you're not even hired yet. No, but this is what I want to achieve this year. So if I if I take your job, then I'm going to be busy not being able to, right? Wow. So yeah, this, this was the thing. And for me, it was like, that was the deadline. I set myself that deadline mm-hmm. with Diana Wang, yeah, when I was a kid. Sure. <laughs> and like even, even before. And also because Jackie announced Arm of God three to be his last big action movie at that time you know like there there was a chance that jackie wouldn't do movies anymore after that um so it it was like it was really the deadline do or die right yeah so yeah i trained hard and i i i tried to get as much information as i could and when i knew that they gonna start shooting in paris yeah, I was on a stalker level. Like, really, I was stalking on every Jackie Chan forum and whatsoever to to know like when it's gonna happen. And you know, I was I, I was still like very green 
right? Mm -hmm. and, and that agent stunt industry. I don't know about auditions and, you know, how, what people I should contact to, to get more information. But, you know, as just as a simple fan, I would, <laughs> I would try to um, get my information. And then when, when one of the camera guys of the crew uh, was posting a picture on social media that, uh, with a camera in his hand, like we start shooting uh, the, the movie with Daigal in Paris right. and Daigal is Jackie Chan, right? When I saw that, there was no time to lose. I dropped everything. I packed my stuff for, to, to go to Paris and um, so naive. So, so naive. I had, like, I didn't know where they're going to shoot and, you know, but I just, like, just packed my backpack and I, I went for it and I had no money, right? So I asked my brother to, to borrow me some money, just enough to pay the bus. And then I had to, I don't know how, how long I'm going to stuck there. So I had to save, like, be very careful how I spent my money. I basically slept on the street not to waste any money. Wow. Uh, yeah, luckily it was summer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but this is how it was. And then in Paris, however I think of it, it's uh, it's really so naive. But I, I went from one site to the next site, like just checking all the sites to, to hope to find a, a movie set. And I did find a bunch of movie sets, but from French movies, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and they didn't even know that Jackie Chan was in France. So while well, you're at that point, start really doubting that, uh, that you're going to make it. But I was there and I didn't want to leave. Paris until I make it. Every time I get access to Wi-Fi, to the internet, I try to um, check the news, contact stunt guys in France, and either either they didn't reply or they, they didn't know about it. <laughs> then I, I, I was lucky to contact Hugo Bayer. He was the stunt guy in Paris who was able to tell me where Jackie is going to shoot. And he was also nice enough to let me sleep at his place. Oh, wow. Yeah, I owe him so much for that. And I'm very, like, he is really big part of the story. So he told me the location. It was the castle, Chantilly, in the beginning of the movie, yep. right? And that place is like is a three hours journey to that castle from Paris. I would, I, I would never find it by myself, you know, but just by, by hiking around Paris. And so <laughs> I, got, I got there. And the, the, um, the castle was still open for tourists, you know, the big garden of the castle and the castle itself. But the ticket was so expensive, I couldn't afford it. I, I, I found a way to, to, uh, to break in the garden. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and jump over the fence. You so know? at this point, because you're not just a stalker, you're a criminal. <laughs> I'm a, yeah. Well, you do what it takes. <laughs> you do whatever it takes. So when I got to the castle, I, I slowly start... Um, I, seeing the traders and seeing the people, the equipment standing around the castle, they were shooting inside, right? And um, I was prepared with five demo reels. They were like printed very nicely, and um, I didn't know who, how close I get and how many, how much time or how what kind of chances I get to to meet this or that person. So I I wasted most of them in the very beginning to give it to random people, <laughs> and then when they were breaking for lunch. Jackie came out. He, Jackie was the first person who came out from the castle on his segway. And he was just passing me with his segway. And I didn't want to be like a crazy uh, a fan screaming, screaming for him and then uh, like risking to get kicked out, right? So I just missed my chance. Yeah. But I still try to catch all the other stunt guys. And then I, I saw I saw Hejun, I saw Wu Gang, and Wu Gang was very surprised to see me. <laughs> Because, yeah. Because it's a closed um, set. Just, <laughs> no, no, not that. 
just one day, like one day before when I like when I really I didn't want to disturb them so much or stalking them by on social media like to um, to send them thousand message hey this is any long blah blah sure. blah, blah I just I wanted to wait for the right moment you know <laughs> and the right moment for me was to text Wugang was a day before when I got all set and I just wanted to make sure again are they really yeah. there. Right, so I, I sent him a message. Hey, this is Andy Long, blah blah. blah. I'm a stuntman, and uh, I want to visit the set. And are you still in Paris? That was my question. I got only a simple yes, <laughs> only a yes. And now you have to believe. Like now you have to imagine. The next day, I was standing in yeah. front of him. Yeah, and he sees me. And uh, today, a lot of a lot of guys are asking me how, like, how do I get on the Jackie Chan stunt team? And I like to help them. I give them so much advice because I would have uh, dreamed of an opportunity sure. like this to speak to someone like this. So I always tell them, this is what you do and uh, try to learn this and that and that. Go to China and uh, there's a Jackie Chan training center, blah, blah, blah. And still, now after a while, they came up, come up with so many excuses why they would not do it. Ah, oh, okay, cannot leave their school. And I, so it turns out they, they don't sure. want it. Right. If if I would have had the chance to speaking to a Jackie Chan stunt team member like that, giving me so many advices of how to, you know, to join the team, you know, I would do everything they said. In in this case, he just gave me a simple mm -hmm. yes. And the next day I was standing in front of him. This, you know, this is how much I wanted it. And then when, when I was there. Of course, it's like totally surprised, but we had a little chat. I gave them the demo wheel and, um, you know, like people in this industry, a lot of people hustle like this. And it's not, it's a common thing that people show up on set, give it past the demo wheel to the stunt coordinator. And, you know, so he said, okay, thank you. Thank you for your, for your stuff. Like we have your contacts and we call you when we need you, right? Have a safe trip home. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it, it was kind of, it sounds like kind of rejection, right? But yeah. I, I was suffering a week already being in Paris, like living on the street. And uh, of course, and now I have the big privilege to stay on set yeah. without getting kicked out. Of course, I wanted to stay and just just look like look what they're doing, you know, enjoy the time. And uh, and so I stood there on set. They all went for lunch, and I, I had that moment on the, the the front yard of the castle, just by myself, like a like very huge uh, place. And I, I, I was processing what just happened because I never got that far, right? This is like, you know, from, from, from my childhood on, get, getting so close now to the people that I always wanted to work with, passing them my demo wheel. I, I was processing all those things. And suddenly, such a magical moment for me is that Jackie was like coming with a segue, you know, was passing the, the wow. yard. And it was just me and him on the whole place. Yeah, so I, I went into the middle of it and I had only one demo wheel left. You know, I, I gave all demo wheels to all the people and the shittiest one, yeah, the one which was not even nicely printed, <laughs> just a, like the backup, the backup one. That was the only one which was left, but okay, at least I have something. So I stood in front of him and he was, you know, standing on that segway. He was so much taller than me and he, he, he was like the emperor of China, <laughs> you know, looking, looking down to me. And I was I was stopping him and 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 saying uh, like introducing myself like I said my name is Andy I'm from Germany and and you know I want to be a part of your son team and this is my demo reel so and he he took it he looked at it he he smiled and uh, I remember the first like the 
the first thing he to- asked me was if I'm like, are you from Spain? <laughs> because because I somehow he thought I'm Spanish. I, I looked very brown mm. at that time and had a mustache. And <laughs> so, well, but I gave him my demo. I corrected him. I said I'm from Germany, and I said, oh, thank you, thank you. He smiled and he continued. And that was such a big moment for me already. You know, having finally after such a long journey trying to to get close to Jackie over and over and over again. I was speaking to him wow. and he took my demo. Okay, hold on one second. Now, trying to set up this scene, there's no way yeah. anyone would believe this story. No way. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you're you all alone on set by yourself looking at the castle and Jackie Chan yeah. comes by on a Segway. So it's just you and him and your yes. last demo reel your very last demo reel and that's the one you get to get it, it, it was just meant to be I no seriously <laughs> have you thought about making this a movie because that's a ridiculously amazing story i i uh, was considering that okay. yes but uh maybe later when uh, first first i have to become someone and then um, people might care about my biography i care <laughs> i want to see this movie but all right continue with the story <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well, as I said, it was a very magical moment, right? I could have, you know, he could have went for, for lunch right away, but he didn't. He went somewhere else. Maybe he was just taking a break somewhere. He wanted to be by himself or he went to the makeup truck. But the whole crew went to the tent of the, the catering tent. And it, so he came as the very last person. And it was only me and him. That was so beautiful. And um, wow. so I stood on set the entire day. And I took the opportunity to talk to people, and um, I, I couldn't I couldn't go into the castle. I was just staying in front of it. But always, people some people came out to get equipment, and sometimes Jackie would come out just to take a breather or, or take pictures with the school classes that came in to see the castle, right? And and then he he always saw me on the side of the set, and he he looked at me. Oh, I'm still here. I'm smiling. gave me gave me a thumb up, and. Um, that that was a beautiful moment for me already, you know. Get like get noticed by him each time sure. he came out. Oh, still there, smiling to me. <laughs> that was that was nice. And um, so I talked to a lot of people. And um, Alex Bailly is a French guy who was um, a stunt performer for the movie. He was uh, nice enough to tell me uh, each location where where each location is going to be. So uh, thanks to him. I, I, I got the chance to show up on every <laughs> single location. Every new location, I was there again. Yeah. So when the day was over, when they thought they got rid of me, I would show up again. And the funny thing, the French the French crew thought I was I must have been part of the stunt team because I was hanging around with them all the time. So they just got like got me in. I didn't have any uh, name name there the pass, right? The name card pass. I didn't have any of those yeah. but, but they they just let me in. And when I was standing in front of the stunt team, they were like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, how do you find us? And so every day was like this, a big surprise. But I was there. I was offering my help. I, w- I was carrying like the, the, the pad bags and the mats and whatever you do as like a, like a train, trainee, stunt trainee, you know. So, um, but just like I was offering that. They, they didn't ask me yet. So since I was doing that every day, on one point, Jackie, Jackie really started... And this is the funny thing, you know, the, the other days he, he was not smiling at me anymore. You know, like he, he print me like he was looking very weird. Like, like well, why is this guy still here? <laughs> yeah. And, um, but even though he pretended not, 
caring and not noticing me. Jackie has his eyes everywhere. Like he 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 might look busy, but he sees every everyone on set and he sees everything what's what's happening. So since like he saw me all the time, he will he start asking me to help out. Like he called he called me, ah, come here, come here. Can you hold this? And it was just a simple thing. Just hold something for someone to jump over and, and so helping helping out on set. And um, you know when it when it got to an end uh, of the Paris shoot, Wugang was um, talking kindly to me, like he don't, didn't want to give me false hope, right? So he was kind of like very gently trying to tell me that I should not have any big expectations because, uh, you know, boy, we, we don't know what kind what you expected when you came here, but uh, you do have to understand we have we have a big team in China, yeah who like people who worked with Jackie for years. And it's like, it's not easy for us to bring in a new guy who has no experience with Jackie. And Hejun, he told me that um, he, he appreciated a lot my help and work. Like, thank you very much. You were very helpful. And I, I see how much you like, you wanted to do that. And, um, but it's not, it's not that easy to just hire a new stunt guy. You know, like, of course, of course not. But, you know, for me, that was the only chance to somehow get yeah. involved. Yeah. Um, but so he told me, like, yeah, this is something he has to talk to the production and uh, it's a budget thing and all these kind of things. And he but he will think about it and uh, we will see. Right. So at this point. I was able to except if it doesn't happen then it was really not meant to be because on that point i i was very convinced that i did everything possible to get my answer mm -hmm. you know and if they really would not wanted me here after jackie saw me after they saw me they knew me they saw my demo wheel they see me helping and if it was not possible then it was really not meant to be so of course, I would not have been very happy with, with that, but but uh, still, like you, you have reached that point where you can kind of accept mm -hmm. it, right? And um, you you cannot blame yourself anymore right. for for not giving it all. So we, I was able to say goodbye to everyone. I went home, and um, now I try to continue my life, and and I still had it in my head. I try to find another way. Maybe in the future, if Jackie is still doing movies, right? Because this this was the thought that this is uh, the last movie. Oh, so you actually went home after this whole production wrap? Yeah, when they were wrapping, when they wrapping in Paris, uh, I went home. Wow. And um, yeah, there was no reason for me to stay <laughs> to stay longer in Paris, right? right? They, they all went home, and um, I went home to Germany, and I was ready now to uh, continue my life to take on stunt jobs again, <laughs> right? And I was already planning to move to Berlin now to become like a stuntman and uh, do more filmmaking and maybe find my way to Jackie in a few years in a different way. And then out from nowhere, one month later, I received an email from Hejun telling me that if, if I want, I can um, get my papers done, get a visa for China and um, get ready to... Uh, to move to China because they can imagine to work with me. Wow. Right. And Jackie, Jackie remembers you well, and he wants to give you the chance. So now it's up to you if you want to come. And wow, this was such an amazing moment, like uh, to, to receive that out from like when it was not expected anymore. And you know, the, like I, I've heard it from a lot of people, you know, when you, 
when you want something that bad and then you try everything to a point where you can let go mm. of it, you will get rewarded by actually getting what you, uh, what you were craving for. Right. And, um, so I was on that point now to receive that message. And I still, first, uh, first of all, I didn't know what it, uh, what it meant. I could have, uh, just gone, go to China. They, they, they auditioned me and maybe I'm shit. They sent right. me back or, uh, I didn't know what it meant. They also said like, yeah, it doesn't mean like you're, you're part of Jackie Chan's stunt team, like come first. And we like, we see how it is to work with you. And then we can and see what, what's happening. So when I went to China, from day one, I worked on the Jackie Chan stunt team as any other member, like <laughs> directly, <laughs> like they, they threw me in the cold water, like boom. And here, this is how it is. And now, um, try to pick, pick up Chinese as quick as you can. So we can work with wow. you. And I was a uh, part of the Jackie Chan stunt team. Now that, so do you realize that this is magic on top of magic on top of magic for you? I, I do. Yeah, I do realize that. <laughs> So you didn't speak any Chinese at this point, and you had to learn Chinese very quickly just to be involved with the stunt team at a, a deeper level. Yes, that was also very naive for me. Like uh, I, I did practice a lot of Cantonese, mm -hmm. yeah, but uh, we we are shooting in mainland China, you know. And uh, now the the recent Jackie Chan stunt team members, they're all mainland Chinese guys, so um, they speak Mandarin. Yeah, and Jackie would also switch to Mandarin. No one would speak English to me just because I'm the only sure. one here speaking English, right? So uh, I had to pick that up very quickly. I, of course, I had a terrible time, tough time. Like people were yelling at me and this and that, and I wouldn't even understand it. So like I, every day I was there with my vocabulary book and writing down, okay, this piece of equipment, that, 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 this is meant this, and this is, okay, idiot means this, and faster than that, and, you know? Wait, 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 wait. What's the word for idiot? No, that's very bad words. Like, <laughs> like they, they are saying very bad words. Oh, that's set. funny, so, because I, I would assume that when, when things got heated on set, they were probably screaming that a <laughs> yeah they are screaming that yeah yeah you, you just had like i i just had to pick up very everything very quickly not to look look stupid mm -hmm. right and um not being the idiot for everything and um uh, that made me learning very fast that pressure and it was like you know it already was pressure like you think you know you think like that whole journey from from my childhood to there was was tough but this is when it when all got started, <laughs> right? The, the the tough journey. You know, now you finally you finally made it, but now you have to prove that you deserve to be part of that, sure. right? So that was that was the big deal. And being on one Jackie Chan movie doesn't mean anything, right? Uh, if you do a bad job, they they never call right. you again. And so the the big goal is like to be called again to do a good job. But at that time, I didn't even know that uh, Jackie uh, would do another movie for it. But of course, at the end of it, you know, when you when you talk to Jackie and you thank him for everything and said like it's so sad that everything is over, he ensured that it's not over yet. This, this is just the beginning. Mm. Then I was lucky enough to get called again for the next movie and the following movie. Wow! So the kind of work that you did as part of the stunt team, what did that involve? A huge part of it is uh, is rigging. Okay. Actually. A lot of wire works. So even even Jackie's not flying of around. Course. There's still a lot of rigging uh, going on. So rigging is eighty percent of of what we really? did. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
Yes, and performing is just uh, 5% of it. Wow. And the Jackie Chan stunt team, in, uh, generally speaking, is is there for everything. Like, we are there to um, for the f whole filmmaking process. So we would just not be there to do the fights or choreograph or fight. It's, it's the whole process involves everything on set to just help out, help out Jackie to make a good movie. So wherever we can, you know, support him, this is what we do. So, but mostly we are busy with wigging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, through that entire process, from the point that you decided that you were going to be on the stunt team, and you know, you picked up and you went to Paris and you slept on the street. Uh, along that journey, how many people stopped you and said, "Andy, give this up, man. You got to go home." Well. Well, as you can imagine, it was pretty much everyone saying that. <laughs> it starts at home already. Like your sure. parents, they were like, my parents, they were never proud of even that thought that I wanted to end up in, like, you know, as a kid, I'm saying, I want to be actor or I want to be action star or working for Jackie. Of course, like, yeah, okay, you, you will change your mind when you right. get older. But, you know, of course, Asian household, course. You, you, you have two choices. You become a teacher or a doctor <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> you know, I did not got that uh, moral support at sure. <laughs> and of course with friends yeah well there are few, there were very few close friends that always believed in me yeah, yeah? but let's say uh, friends that i made in the industry there were not many that were like that were supporting that uh, road mm. you know because it it was like you know something impossible to achieve and um, it was, you know, when I started to refuse all the job offers, this is where it started already. What are, what are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm going to take that job. Like people who who, who said like, um, she came, hey, are you like, I'm going to work on this thing. And then um, I would refuse and they say, oh, you crazy. I'm going to do that thing. And then when I made it, yeah, they come and they are surprised right? <laughs> and, and start blaming me. Oh, why didn't you like take me with you? Uh, 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 or something like that. Right? Like, well, if you have wanted it, you would have been with me from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. That really is just an amazing story. It's an amazing testament to your dedication and your belief in your ability and your talent. Because I don't know that I would have stuck it out if I had to sleep on the streets of any place uh, for a week. But... <laughs> You put it out there into the universe, like you said, and you were determined to get to the stunt team. And that by in and of itself, because at that point, Jackie Chan's already a huge star and the Jackie Chan stunt team is already legendary. So for a kid in the 2000s to say, I'm going to be on the Jackie Chan stunt team, you know, that first reaction is like, yeah, that's great, kid. You you believe that all you like. And, you know, in the meantime, go get a job and do whatever you got to do. But you were like, nah, screw that, man. I'm going to be on Jackie Chan's stunt team. End of story. Yes, it was pretty much like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, all the doubters that were along the way, at some point, there had to be a little bit of doubt creeping in for you too, right? Um, no. Really? The, of course, there was the fear, you know, of of not making it, but not that I would say I would give give up. Wow. You know? 
of uh, you know when I went to Paris, of course, every day I thought I'm like I'm not gonna make it. What am I doing here? You know, like I'm. It's so stupid. I walk from one side to another side, and I'm hoping to meet a, a film set. Well, like how naive is that, right? But a- Andy, that's crazy. A- that that's literally crazy. <laughs> Yes, it is. It is crazy. I admit that, and it's not very professional either. Like a lot of people will laugh at me for this, like you know, for for doing it that way. But there was not. It was not an option for me to give up wow. uh, or make it my choice not to be there. Yeah. Right. If if I'm not going to make it, then because it was really not meant to be, but not because I gave up. This wow. this was what I um, what I told myself. That's incredible. That's incredible. And you are still officially part of the stunt team today? Seventh generation stunt team member. Yes. Wow. Yeah, but I haven't been working on the recent movies. Yeah, because uh, now my, my path had uh, led me to a different way now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, of, of making my own films. That's great. So how does that work, though? At once a team member, always a team member? Is that how it works? Yeah, first of all like if you, if you have done a good job yeah that's a, <laughs> that's the first thing and then of course they would would call you they would try to uh, keep in touch with you and of course it's also your uh, your job to keep in touch with them sure and then you know i i consider to work on uh, like when i started to work on other projects when the break was too long in between you know you get home from a project and um the, the time when I joined the team, there was no uh, training center yet. You know, now there is there exists there is that training center, where stunt guys from the stunt team they could just rest there and like live there, train there every day, and be available whenever, you know, whenever a new movie come up. But before that, people would just go home. Wow. And uh, they they work on other projects until the next opportunity comes. So I got involved in other projects, which uh, which led to uh, that sometimes I had to refuse to come back also. Mm. And in 2014, also, I got that opportunity to actually uh, go to my home country and uh, action direct and be the lead of my own feature film. So this was a totally new path for me wow. that I had to, like, you know, a new chance for me that I had to grab. So um, from from there, the the whole direction for me changed. Even even now, you know, I would serve Jackie anytime. Like if Jackie personally tells me like he wants me back for for the show, and if it's possible for me, I would I would come right away. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know, because I am who I am only because of him. Of course, that's it's again, it's an amazing story. But like you said, you have branched out into many other opportunities. You're a filmmaker now, and some of the work that I've seen you in is uh, Into the Badlands. Uh, unfortunately, that show has been canceled, but uh, I'm going to tell you guys right now that if you don't know Andy Long and some of the stuff that he does, check out the past season, the last season of Into the Badlands. And the guy that is looking like he literally died on set, that's probably Andy Long. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. so tell me what that... what. Uh, into the Badlands, what that experience was like for you. So I, I got on this show thanks to Vidan Tran, mm-hmm. yeah, a very good friend of mine. And he usually always tries to get me on the same project where he is working on, okay. which is very nice. And I usually do that when I when, when I can, when I'm not busy with other projects. Uh, so he suggested me to uh, Andy Chang and Daniel Wu. 
And yeah, thanks to them, I got to work on the show and got to meet a lot of amazing people like uh, Stephen Fong and uh, the master Diddy, who, yeah. who was the choreographer of the show, who was um, Yoon Pink stunt team uh, member, member who, who made his own way now and um, is really action directing amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah uh, you, you should know that on Into the Badlands, we did not choreograph in advance, right? There was no previous for this show. Wow. Everything like yeah, we went the proper old school Hong Kong way, Hong Kong style, yeah. Yes, everything was choreographed on set and was uh, developed shot by shot, yeah. And um, whenever a choreography part was was leading to a stunt, yeah, a Master Didi would give people the chance to um, suggest what they can do in this situation, you know, to come up with their own ideas. And either he, he likes it or he doesn't like it. And since I didn't play a huge part in creating the choreography, my only contribution to this show was to give them a good performance, right? So, of course, I, I, like, I tried to suggest them like the most craziest thing I could think of in that, in that situation. <laughs> and... Yeah, and it, it it was also in my own interest because I, I just like to do stunts and like to, you know, keep that old school Hong Kong spirit alive with uh, with uh, gags like that. Yeah, and um, most of the time they would just uh, stop me from doing that and just uh, asking me to do something more simple, like we don't want to have any uh, uh, fatalities. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah, and, and so. Yeah, I, so I compromised. Uh, if they were happy with something, they would add the wire, and I resisted. I said, "No, I don't want a wire. I just want to do it that way." But you know, Andy Chang and Master Didi, they they've seen a lot in their life, and they went through so many things. And they just want to be safe, and they care a lot about the stunt team sure. and about the performers. And yeah, I, I, I when I could, when I tried to give them something uh, I, I could think of. And um, if they if they thought it was uh, too stupid, yeah, then they would just um, <laughs> simplify it, yeah. And this, yeah, this is how this is how all those stunts. <laughs> so um, Andy Chang uh, is also a Jackie Chan stunt member, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Did Did you yeah. guys know each other peripherally, or now? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and before that, he was also working on Chinese Zodiac for two ah, weeks. Okay. Um, so I got the chance to meet him briefly, like now through Into the Badlands. You know, I had the chance to meet him like uh, better than better than before. Yeah. And he is really a great guy. Like, a, you know, I, I still work for kind of the Jackie Chan stunt team sure. when I work for Andy Chang. So it, it yep. gives me a, a very uh, good feeling that yep. I'm... You know, I'm still loyal to the Jackie Chan stunt team because I'm like I'm with with the family. Yeah. So it makes me very happy to uh, work for Andy Chang. Yeah, Andy Chang was a guest on my show uh, a little while ago too. Yeah. Uh, fantastic individual, fascinating man. Yeah, and amazing stories. He has oh, yes. so many amazing stories. He's a good storyteller. If he tells you all his experiences on, on his Jackie's movies, this is like a, a, a beautiful story time. I always enjoy when he when he says something. I, I actually asked him to if we could not do a movie night together and just watch one like uh, Who Am I or something with his uh, commentary, but we never, we never had the chance at the time to do that, but um, I would love to. That's cool. And it's nice that, of course, that he was interested in your safety because, and we, we talked about this a little bit before the show, there are stunts and there is whatever it is that you do, which <laughs> if 
<laughs> Again, for people that haven't seen, uh, check out Andy Long's demo reel uh, because he put together a, a clip with some of his stunts. And I, I've posted this before on social media. If you watch this and you don't wince, you're dead inside because there's no way that you can watch some of these stunts and not think that Andy has broken himself in half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you you make it sound very bad, but uh, <laughs> well, it, okay. It's, to your credit, these are stunts that do look bone crushing. That do look like you do some serious damage, and you do that's, them. That's the point, right? <laughs> and you walk away, right? I mean, you get up and you walk away. Yeah. Um, well, all stunts were performed very safe. Of course, you go home with uh, with the risk of bruises, and I, of course, I had like uh, torn ligaments. Or once I hit a nerve on a set piece. Uh, on my hip and I wasn't able to move move for a few days because uh, it would just switch me off well, if I lift my arm I would just collapse oh right? wow stuff like stuff like this happens but it's part of the job and um, if if you consider yeah the amount of stunts I did that this is really nothing yeah but <laughs> nothing was uh, what I consider life-threatening you know like I, I, I didn't do it which was which was um which would kill me up if they asked me to, to do that stunt because they 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 know I, I was practicing like to to fall from heights and and I can control myself. So uh, as long as you have an awareness of how how to move and you know it's actually you, you fall you can you rotate to the side you flip to this side and you land on your back like like if you uh, everything is pretty predictable. Okay, no, then no, that's. You know, for stunt people and for professionals in your industry, you know these kind of things, and uh, you you know how to fall, you know how to absorb impacts, and you have the rigging in place and all of that. So that takes care of you. For for viewers of your uh, craziness, um, that's where that thrill is to see what kind of stuff you can put your body through and how you tell this action-packed story that winds up with bodies flying all over the place, but nobody getting hurt. Uh, one particular scene that I have watched several times just because I, I try to understand how you are sitting here talking to me, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a it's a scene into the Badlands where you're part of the Black Lotus and you're up about, I'm going to say, I don't know, three levels and you, you fall out of the top level and you're face down as you fall. And you hit an awning or something in the middle at the middle level, and you hit it, and it forces you backwards, and then you continue your fall all the way down to the ground. Do you know which scene I'm talking about there? Yes, I do know. Okay, yeah. now that in that reel looks first of all, it looks incredibly impressive, and second, it looks like you were in the hospital for years, but obviously you weren't. So. <laughs> How did that scene get set up and what was in place to make sure that you were safe? Actually, I was in the hospital before that scene. <laughs> before the scene, you were in the hospital. <laughs> no, like uh, the stunt that I was talking before when I hit my nerve. Oh, wow. This, uh, this caused uh, me not playing uh, one of the Red Lotus, right? So when when they were when they were choosing the Red Lotus, I, um, I was still not able to... Um, you say if I'm okay at that time when we're gonna shoot it. So I I'm, I just like I just said like better you choose someone else. Yeah. Otherwise I could have been side by side with Brian Lee. That would have been nice. But um, <laughs> anyway, so by the time when they shot it, 
I was actually okay again. So they could use me for that stunt. But <laughs> since, so I wanted to do that uh, stunt so bad, like with, uh, you know, just the way I do it. But since I got injured before and they didn't want, they didn't want to risk losing me again for a few days. Sure. <laughs> yeah. They act two wires. So I, I was on two wires. Yeah. And I told the rigger, please, if you can, like, just, just have it there to, to save me if something goes wrong, but still let me drop like, oh the, the full impact. Right. Because, uh, it's a different thing. Like if you, if you don't have the full impact to the first level, you don't bounce, do, you don't bounce hard enough. Right. Right. And it would look just off. Yeah. So the difficulty in that one was that the, the distance from where I should bounce off was uh, not far enough right, to, to actually flip on it. So I had to let myself really fall backwards, like not doing a backflip, but fall backwards to, <laughs> to still hit somehow the, um, the edge and then bounce off onto a table. Mm -hmm. And uh, what probably made it so nasty is is that table that which was there. Like if there was no table, I would have just landed on my back, straight on my back after bouncing off, and it would be a hard impact. But because the table was there, and it was uh, it was just too high, yeah, for my feet to um, to th rotate before the table comes. So I uh, I actually um, ended up. Um, stucking with my leg on the table and that gave that gave me the extra rotation to to land like very weird that it looks like i break my neck yes this is <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah this is how this is how it was oh my goodness and that's that's not even that's just one of the stunts that you put your body through because there's another one where you get thrown across space and you hit the side of the boat i think it is and and it, it looks like you got shot out of a cannon and you hit the side this is this is the one where i hit the nerf oh I, that's the so one I, yeah i wanted to um i wanted to hong kong spin into this the that house on the boat right yeah. so I, I was standing on the pier so there's a little gap in between there's the sea right and then there's the the boat mm. and and just a very tiny uh, space to land in between yeah very tiny yeah well then i was just like i, I could make it either boring or make it uh, exciting right so so <laughs> let's hong kong spin into the wall then and everything was safe in that situation like i i, I landed the way i wanted and um but uh, the only thing was the the window frame yeah was a little bit edgy on the part where I hit with the hip. Mm -hmm. And as always, I think uh, a lot of stunt people know what I'm talking about. If, um, if I'm talking about that uh, famous hip protection that never that never is on place, it always, like after a while, it just uh, it slips somewhere <laughs> and moves somewhere else. So I, I hit that window frame, that edge with, uh, with my hip. And usually it would just give a bruise, but somehow very like, unfortunately i hit a nerve and in yeah that that was that um that pain that switched me off you know like i couldn't even it was not even the pain that uh, that you that you can you know just said oh screw it i'm you know um but if i if i lift my arm it i, I would just collapse and i couldn't even turn myself in in, in the bed um but wow. 
I, the next day I was on set already. So <laughs> um, I, I was just, but I was just doing simple stuff. Um, so I, I told them the situation and I just said like, okay, uh, this is how it is. Let, let me be in the background. And I just do some sword fighting in the background and I try to look like, try to look busy there, but don't ask me to do <laughs> other things. I, I, I'll be back and do crazy stuff for you as soon as I can. Yeah. Now, do you get a thrill? I, do you still get that thrill doing that crazy, crazy stunt work? If it's something that I really want to do, I'm like I'm excited in a way that I'm happy, happy to do it. Yeah, because it it just brings back the, you know, for me, it's my contribution to the film industry to keep that Hong Kong spirit alive. You know, and I'm, it's a privilege for me to to be able to do that on the film, like where people allow me to do that, and if I have the chance on the movies that I choreograph myself and direct myself, I would. I would always do a stunt like this. And um, before before the Jackie Chan stunt team, when I did things like for independent movies, where people would also think, uh, you're crazy, you don't even get money for that, and, and <laughs> why, why do you do this? It's uh, My motivation was always, this is what the guys do of the Jackie Chan stunt team, yeah. or did. If I want to be part of them, I, I have to be able to do that too. So with with that thought, I was always looking forward to do a stunt. Oh, of course, like, uh, but yeah, if you if you come up with stupid things that you have never done before, of course you are afraid to uh, to land wrong. But um, you you train your stunt step by step, and um, uh, I by time by time I always post like some fall training videos of mine, mm. which is which which shows that I which I always practice, you know, like yeah. to fall to hit that edge to bounce off there, so I'm in control. Of, of my movements and this uh, gives me more awareness and more confidence to actually uh, stand there and say yeah let's do that three two one go wow what's the most dangerous fall that you've taken on that show it's it's hard to define because uh, as i said like uh, actually everything was safe yeah sure sure <laughs> yeah everything was safe for me dangerous is if you like if you really have a big damage if you if you fail and I think the dangerous stunt on the show was performed by Mickey Facinello, actually, not oh, yeah. by, by by myself. Uh, she she had to stand still in the forest while an entire tree was falling in front of her face. <laughs> yeah. right? And you, when you fall, when you jump, you are always in control of your movements. Or if if it's a car stunt, a car hit, or a wire stunt, you you still you, you can trust people who are in control of it, like the rigger or the, the driver. With that tree. Like even even you you measure it perfectly from the ground and you lift it, it's so unpredictable when you cut the rope how it's gonna yeah. how it's gonna drop if it's if it suddenly twists or turns uh, or branches will break and land wrong you know that took a lot of like I have so much respect uh, to her for that stunt She's and great. she was not yeah she was not even blinking like that thing <laughs> dropped in front of her face and she, she stood still I I don't know what she was thinking in that moment. Because it, it couldn't be my thought, you know, like uh, paying <laughs> paying homage to Hong Kong, you know. <laughs> she she was just standing still, and those those stunts I would consider as dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah because it's out of your control. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It, she's amazing. I I think she's um a fantastic uh, asset to the whole community. Yeah, she's the best out there. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, all right. So speaking of all the other stuff that you're involved in now, you're um. 
now that Into the Badlands is done, uh, you know, maybe it'll come back. Maybe you'll come back, uh, hopefully. But uh, so you're also a filmmaker yourself. You're directing and uh, producing your own things. Yeah, um, directing and starring in my own projects has also been a huge passion of mine, like since the very beginning, from being able to create your own content and shooting your own independent short clips. Because other than climbing into castles and stalking Jackie Chan uh, movie sets, this was the only way, right, to to show that you exist and connect to to people that do the same thing, and then um, you know by creating your own content and just share your work. So uh, three years ago, I've been able to do my own martial arts feature film in Vietnam with a lot of friends from the independent filmmaking community. And this movie was released in Vietnam. And right now we are still working on an international release. But being able to make this movie was already a, you know, a huge achievement and a big step for someone who started as an independent filmmaker, you know, like shooting, shooting your own short films in the backyard and then becoming a stuntman and then being able to do your own films. Since this movie has been three years ago already, like three years old, of course, I'm, I can't wait for people to see it and I can't wait to do another one. The reason for not being able to do another one is just that I, I wasn't 100% focusing on creating more of these and just kept myself too busy doing stunt work, right? Mm. So I had to, um, I realized I had to make a huge change in my life. And even though we were just talking about doing stunts and into the badlands, mm -hmm. I actually um, retired from doing stunts. Wow. So into the badlands was actually of my official last job as a stuntman. Amazing. And um, uh, again, I have already refused a lot of stunt jobs with people that I would have loved to work with. You know, Andy Chang asked me again. Then I got the chance with Jude Poyer, uh, Gareth Evans, you know, to do stunt work. Uh, people I ad really admire, but I just had to be very consistent with what I was going for, for my next step. And with the, what I was going for, for, for my thoughts that I already sent to the universe, you know, <laughs> like being very consistent with that and not distracting myself again with stunt work while I could actually focus now on creating uh, my own martial arts movies. And I still do um, action directing from time to time, but uh, the main focus right now is to work on my own ideas. And I've been developing a couple of ideas with my um, script writing partner, Phil, in Vietnam. And yeah, the, the goal is just to make another big action action feature film where I can bring back all my friends, Andy, Brian Lee, Lawrence, Felix, Du Ao, Koi, Marcus, all the guys who helped me out on my uh, first big feature film. And um, yeah, this is, this is what I'm focusing at the moment and where, what is my recent goal. Wow. Now, if uh, recent history of your putting things out to the universe is any indication I have no doubt that it's going to come true for you. So best of luck. That's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's amazing how uh, you go from dream to dream, right? You want to be on Jackie Chan's stunt team. You made that. And now a bigger dream comes along. That's awesome. Yeah, and I set myself a limit for that too. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, but I think this is how you get things done. If you set yourself a, a deadline, 
and um, you are forced to to uh, to finish. And I I had I have uh, a couple of dream projects that I want to achieve before I turn uh, forty, and um, well. The time is running now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I take it very serious, yeah. That's fantastic. All right. We've been talking a long time. So let's do a quick lightning round. You ready? Oh, the, the part <laughs> I'm most afraid of, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yes. I'm Here ready. we go. What is your favorite German food? Oh, God. What comes to my mind? Um, Rinderroulade. I just said Rinderroulade, which is a beef, beef roll. It's probably not my favorite, but that was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> that's fine. That's that, fine. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite Vietnamese food? Uh, my mother's uh, spring rolls. Nice. All right. Good. Uh, what's your favorite German curse word? I cannot really say that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there might be young people listening and I, uh, I can't say that. <laughs> good enough. All right. Um, what, how about your favorite Vietnamese curse word? I don't want to say that either. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Good answer. All right. Um, who will win the Women's World Cup? What's the Women's World Cup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see from my answer, I'm not into soccer, so uh, I, I'm not a proper German. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, you versus Vidan Tran in a dance contest. Who wins? <laughs> I would say Vidan Tran wins. <laughs> He's an amazing dancer. Is he? A good singer, too. Oh, nice. All right. Very cool. It's ironic, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but I would say he would win. All right. All right. So the last lightning round question, and of course, it's a trick question, so hopefully you get it right. But what's your favorite podcast about kung fu and martial arts movies and TV entertainment? Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. (laughs) All right. Um, So... Uh, you've got some movies in the works. I'm sure you're going to be involved in a lot more stuff. Uh, where can people go to follow along with your work? I think uh, today uh, a lot of people are on Instagram, right? So on Instagram, Andy Long Wing is my name. And I have a Facebook page, the Andy Long Stunt Team. And on YouTube, it's uh, I think the account is Magnificent Fighter, but you can also type in Andy Long and you find it somehow. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And guys, seriously, go to his YouTube page and just watch some of his work. It's incredible stuff. Best of luck with your your movie work. Best of luck with all the stuff that you got going on. And and listen, your story is hugely, hugely inspiring. Uh, and it should be inspiring for anybody out there that wants to go after something. If you got a dream and you believe in it hard enough and you put it out there and you put in the work to get there and don't let anything deter you, This is the kind of stuff that happens. Uh, Andy Long slept on the streets in Paris just to be on Jackie Chan's stunt team and look where he is now. So Andy, thank you so much for taking some time out to talk. I know you have to travel, but thank you so much. Well, thank you, Joe, for your contribution to the martial arts industry. It's um, I really appreciate your, your work to share our work and to let people know about martial arts movies and their people. Thank you very much for that. All right, all I got to say is wow. Now, I've had some awesome guests on this show, and some of them have had some awesome stories to tell. But Andy Long's has to be hands down one of the most unbelievable origin stories I've ever heard. And this has to be made into a movie. And if it ever does, 
I'm going to do what Andy does and send it out to the universe that I get to play the part of the security guard who just lets a young Andy Long onto the set of Chateau Chantilly without asking for his pass. <laughs> I think I could handle that. Otherwise, huge thanks to Andy for joining me on the show. So happy to have him share his journey with me. And if you want to follow along on his further adventures, he's on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and I'll leave all those links in the show notes. So give him a follow and let him know that you heard him right here on the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Please consider following me on all my socials as well, on Facebook and Twitter. Look for Kung Fu Drive-In. On Instagram, it's Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Or if you want to leave me a note, email me at kungfudrivein at gmail.com. And while you're on Twitter, check out my podcast homies at the hashtag Castaways too. And if you're feeling extra generous with your time, head on over to iTunes and consider giving the show a star rating and maybe a review. The podcast gods will show favor upon us both if you do. Until next time, Poison Clan. Peace. Poison Clan rocks the world. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea roaming over the lands. Yeah, the little bitch soldier is older and wiser. He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to great jars. Fight for the cars, then pass here. The pass, not the end back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David D is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jet Li's even faster. Could chat a little drink because he is the drunken master. Once upon a time in China, Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see Maggie Chung is finer. Golden Swallow has arrived. Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive. We've got the brave archer make his way to the top of the mountain, gonna fight, may as well pick the spot. Yeah, the sky goes black, cut the vampires back. We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all to so stand back. He plays the black magic on the soul of the sword, and our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Manti style. Yeah, the Feed the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See, it's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss. It's once upon a time in China, counting the TikTok. The shogun assassin slashing blood of just drip drop. The head kick, neck drop, balance, the won't stop. Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins. He's got Irma dressed in yellow, but she is in the dragon, but in the tea rooms. That's where it'll happen. She got the bodies on the floor, when the blood it'll splatter against the wall. No fear at all, to kill them all. There's always blood spilled when you head into a war. Fearless. Unleashed The fist of legend that the car Jet Li I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, many for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war To smash the place so with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, many for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting